to start, I want you to rethink the idea you may have of the perfect job. We all love dreaming dreams, but the reason you may be struggling in your job search may be that you're focusing on your ideal job instead of searching one that you're actually qualified for. I'm not telling you to settle for a job you totally hate, but to be open to the ones that don't completely fit what you consider your dream job. Sometimes the unexpected things that happen to us become turning points in our lives, and accepting a job you didn't originally imagine could be one of your turning points. There are so many different paths that lead to the same goal. Hey everyone, welcome to Well That Was Unexpected. I'm your host, Carla Isabel Carstens, but you can call me Carla. I'm a luxury fashion publicist turned marketing consultant and a creative industry career coach. I've helped my clients pivot from finance to fashion, fashion to tech, get jobs with brands and companies like Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Estee Lauder, land speaking gigs at South by Southwest, and so much more. If you can't tell, I believe that life's too short to do just one thing. I'll help you transform your what ifs into what's next. With new episodes launching every Thursday, each episode is designed to make you both laugh and inspire the confidence within you to expand the possibilities for your own life. They'll feature conversations with guests who've made real, raw, and inspiring career and lifestyle pivots that will make you think, what? How did they do that? But once you listen to their stories, sharing exactly how they made things happen, you'll realize just how possible it is for you to make a similar change, no trust fund required. Dear new or soon to be college grads, this episode is for you. Specifically, the mass majority of you who are graduating without a job lined up. First, I wanna wish you a huge congratulations. Graduating from college is a major accomplishment and you should feel proud of yourself. But if you're jobless, you're probably feeling anxious as hell. It may feel like everyone but you has a job lined up or is able to quickly get one following graduation. They're moving to exciting cities, getting new apartments, and getting flashy jobs. Social media can be such a bitch. But reality check. Right now, it's taking an average of five months to get a job. So let's not let our TikTok or Instagram feeds feed into this false narrative that something is wrong with you because you don't have a job right now. In this episode, I'm sharing why the job market is so rough, getting real on what actually makes you a competitive candidate in today's job market, and most importantly, what to do if you're struggling with getting a job after college graduation. As I mentioned before, I'm giving away a 30-minute career coaching session each week through the month of May. All you have to do is leave a review of this podcast. Easy peasy. This week's winner is Lucia Z. DM me at Carla Isabel to schedule, and thanks for your incredible review. It really made my day. I'll announce next week's winner on the podcast. Way back when, graduating college basically guaranteed you a job. But this isn't the case anymore. In the past 50 years, the number of people over 25 years old with a bachelor's degree has increased by almost 600%. 
So next time your parents are all over you about not having a job, kindly let them know that you have six times the competition than any graduate did in the 70s. Despite being the single most educated generation in human history, you Gen Z grads can't find a job after college as easily as previous generations. It's a mix of long-term factors that have been decades in the making. And you know, our current financial situation that starts with an R and ends with a session that no one can seem to agree on isn't helping the employment market much. This is why your parents' advice isn't working. No offense. It's also why unemployment isn't necessarily your fault. From labor demand to what you studied, how you prepared, and so much more, there are things that are beyond your control, but there are things within your control. If you know me or have worked with me, you know I'm a big fan of being rooted in realism while having my head in the clouds. That's my Pisces sun and Taurus rising talking. Let's get real for a second before I dive into my advice on how to tackle being jobless post-graduation. To be clear, I'm speaking to other majors like communications, marketing, and psychology. We all don't come out of the womb wanting to be engineers or investment bankers. You know, that small group of majors that have the luxury of taking advantage of summer internships with paychecks that rival my postgraduate assistant salary, recruitment seasons, and competing for jobs months prior to graduation. I hate to break it to my fellow liberal arts people, but simply majoring in something doesn't make you immediately qualified for a role in that industry. I can tell you with 100% confidence that my communications classes in college did absolutely nothing to prepare me to work in PR and marketing, nor did that major make me a more desirable hire in that industry. My internship experience in combination with the soft skills I developed throughout college, like confidence, time management, and an ability to communicate effectively, were what got me my first job. I'm not saying your degree is useless. But to be remotely competitive in today's job market, you do need to combine it with hands-on skills, also known as internships, to help you get your foot in the door. You need to blend those industry-specific hard skills with the soft skills you've improved during college to get started in your career of choice. Think about it this way. Wouldn't you rather spend money and hire someone who has some experience in what you need help with? That's how employers see things. They're extremely hesitant to hire a new grad that requires training, especially when there's a large pool of candidates who've already interned in that specific field. This oversaturated market means that they can afford to be picky. You may be smart, personable, and have graduated with almost perfect grades, but solid internship experience coupled with the right soft skills trumps all of that. I'm not saying that... If you haven't interned, you're completely unhirable. Everyone has different circumstances. But it's important to be realistic about where you stand so you can conduct a job search that will actually get you to where you want to end up, even if it means a few jobs you're not absolutely obsessed with along the way. It's incredibly unrealistic to think you're going to work at some big fashion brand in marketing if you've never interned in fashion. 
and even more unrealistic if you've never interned in marketing at all. But it doesn't mean your dream is over before it even started. The best thing for you to do is not focus on other people's wins. Just focus on your job search, on doing what you can do to gain the skills or experience you need to be competitive, and on practicing interviewing. Their win is not your loss. There's room for everyone. If that means muting people on social so you don't play the comparison game and get down on yourself, do it. It's not like they'd know anyways. This is just a moment in time. It will pass. To start, I want you to rethink the idea you may have of the perfect job. We all love dreaming dreams, but the reason you may be struggling in your job search may be that you're focusing on your ideal job instead of searching one that you're actually qualified for. I'm not telling you to settle for a job you totally hate, but to be open to the ones that don't completely fit what you consider your dream job. Sometimes the unexpected things that happen to us become turning points in our lives, and accepting a job you didn't originally imagine could be one of your turning points. There are so many different paths that lead to the same goal. I'll use myself as an example. I did all the things you were supposed to do to get a flashy fashion PR job out of college, like interning, and I interned a lot. I think I had a total of six internships, three of which were in fashion PR, and I graduated from a really good school, but I didn't get a fashion PR job out of college. I did get a job that set me on the right path, working as an assistant at a celebrity PR firm in their brand division, and my boss had worked in fashion PR for years. Was it my dream job? No. Did it get me the experience and contacts I needed to get a great fashion PR job? Absolutely. If you need more help with this, listen to my episode about how to reframe your work experience. I give a lot of useful advice related to how to consider other opportunities that ultimately ladder back to your dream career in that episode. Also, consider freelance, contract, even temp jobs to at least get your foot in the door. I'm actually seeing a trend of assistant roles being contract rather than full-time. Not ideal, I know, but we don't control the market. All things aside, a job is never permanent even if it is full-time. Once you get a job, you can always keep looking for a new one. So don't be ashamed of finding a for-now job or widening your job search scope. Don't make your job search your entire life, but dedicate time to it. You have to establish some sort of schedule for yourself because it's impossible, not to mention incredibly draining, to look for jobs 40 hours a week. Give yourself 30 to 45 minutes every day to search all the job sites, one to two times a day. Set safe searches on all the career websites you frequent and sign up for email alerts and make sure that they don't go to junk. If you end up finding a few jobs to apply to and it ends up taking two hours, great. But give yourself the permission to stop looking and continue on with your life if you're not seeing anything new. You can't create new jobs out of thin air. You're at the mercy of the market. You'll just stress yourself out. Creating this habit means you'll hold yourself accountable and avoid procrastinating. You can't control whether a company you apply to gets back to you, 
but you can ensure you're making the most of your free time by working on your job search to increase your chances. Documenting your job search process by keeping a list of jobs you applied for and the people you networked with is also a good motivator. You can look at it at the end of the week and say, I applied to 15 jobs and I emailed five recruiters. These kinds of things may make you feel like you have forward momentum, which is important. Also use this time to build on your skills or learn new ones. Even though your life may feel like it's at a standstill, your ability to keep learning doesn't have to be. While you might not have a job yet, you can invest time into learning skills that will make you a more desirable hire. If you need help determining what skills you're lacking, listen to my episode about how to reframe your existing work experience to pivot into a new career. In that episode, I'll show you how to figure it out quickly. It's worth investing time to fill those skill gaps. The last thing you want to do is get rejected and lose hope, when in reality, you didn't do the prep work required to effectively apply to the jobs you want. For example, if you haven't used Excel in ages, but it's extensively used in your new career field of choice, taking a quick course will not only help you learn what you need, but most importantly, it will make you a viable candidate for that job. Some skills take a lot longer to learn than others, but anything that can be learned in a reasonable amount of time is worth doing to have a competitive resume. LinkedIn Learning is a great place to look for great courses. Also, consider an internship. Before you roll your eyes and shut off this podcast, please hear me out. Yes, I know. You're a college grad with ambition and ready to take on the world, and you deserve to get paid a real salary. But you also may be a college grad who needs actual experience to prove that you have the qualifications to be given that chance. By doing an internship in the field you're interested in post-grad, you'll gain valuable knowledge in the career you want to have and make connections with people who can help you get that job. Also, make sure your resume is actually relevant to the roles you're applying to. I think I say this in almost every podcast episode, but also let me say that it's perfectly okay to apply to jobs that you're not 100% qualified for, as long as you put in the effort to make sure that what you have done is relevant to the job you're applying for. You need to be strategic and make sure the information on your resume is relevant to the position you're applying to. That may mean having multiple versions of a resume. Add in information about your education, leadership, organizations, your volunteer work, and your skills. Don't think of your resume just as a comprehensive list of your work history, but as a marketing document selling you as the perfect person for the job. Your resume's content should include the same keywords that appear in the job descriptions. That way, you increase the chances of your resume matching available positions and being selected for an interview. If you need some help with writing your resume, check out the resume guide on my website. It's gotten some really great reviews. Last but not least, rejection is normal and it's part of the process. Please do not take it personally, guys. Getting rejected sucks, I know. Whether you're convinced you're the perfect fit and you don't get a response, 
or you're three interviews in and you get that dreaded, I'm sorry, we've decided to go with another candidate email. It hurts. Let yourself feel the feelings if you get sucker punched by rejection. Being bummed out is a healthy and normal emotion that takes a toll on our self-esteem. But remember that it will pass. It's very tempting to fill in the blanks with your own story. You might decide that you said something super stupid, mispronounced a word, or gave the wrong employment dates while walking them through your work experience. This has to be the reason why you didn't get the job, right? But the truth might be that they simply hired an intern who already knows the ropes. Or, this might hurt, someone was simply a better fit. There are so many factors that go into choosing a final candidate for a job position. You cannot control who else applies for a job. So much goes on behind the scenes that you have absolutely no control over. I know I keep referencing my other podcast episodes, but in the interest of not dragging this episode out forever and being as helpful as possible, if you want more help on dealing with rejection, check out my episode on recovering from job rejection. You guessed it. I go in deep on handling job rejection. Focus your intention of bumming out on self-care, not self-destruction. You can learn and grow from your job hunting experience. After any disappointment, do something nice for yourself. Have fun, exercise, sleep, socialize. Don't punish yourself. It's so easy to let a momentary setback turn into a major roadblock. Tomorrow is a new day. I hope this was helpful as you continue on in your search. Don't give up. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Your support means so much to me. Talk soon. Talk soon.